Welcome in, coming to you from the Concurrent Media Studio in the heart of Citrus County. However you're making this part of your day, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, through the Concurrent mobile app or website, I am sure glad you're joining. My goodness, it is already November. When did that happen? The year is 84% complete, my daughter's three weeks old, and time is just moving faster and faster, although time is running out for the current county commission. Uh, They don't meet today, but they will meet next Monday, so this is the last podcast before that meeting. Uh, The meeting following that one will have a new administrator, we'll have two new board members, a completely new board, Uh, so while we're still two months away from the year wrapping up, we will certainly see the end of an era by the close of this month. In the spirit of all this change, I have an announcement of changes coming to the concurrent as well. No, I'm not shutting it down. We just had the November edition hit locations yesterday, and it's a great paper. Thank you to all those writers who contributed. There is a change coming, but let me get to that announcement by starting here. There's a man at our church who wears funny t-shirts. One of them says things, I'm paraphrasing, like, Of course I talk to myself. Sometimes I need expert advice. Well, I am far from an expert on most things, but I do think it's time that I took some of my own advice. The last several columns have been about considering the viewpoints of others and recognizing your own hypocrisy. They've had weighty titles like, It's Not Always About You. And I've come to the realization that the concurrent has been too much about me, even if I don't want it to be. Uh, Those of you who have been with me for almost the last full two years of this journey will trust me when I say that personal popularity has never been a goal. Uh, I would have made changes in the approach to the concurrent long before now if popularity was that goal. But that leads into the question, if popularity in a huge audience was never the goal, then what was? The answer to that is high-quality content creation, not in the sense of great graphics or editing, but in the context of challenging your personal perspective. And I do think the concurrent has done a good job of this, but there are areas where I've fallen remarkably short. So it's about time that I challenge my own perspective. By the focus being purely on my content creation, I'm overlooking the value of others' perspectives. This shouldn't be an outlet, editorial news or otherwise. This should be a platform. It should be a stage big enough for all of us to shine. Uh, Yesterday, I put up a post that got the most amount of engagement from the public since, (laughs) I don't know when, maybe ever. Uh, It was the sign of a car wash coming soon. And swept up in the heat of it all, even added my own comment saying that uh, car washes put the no in economic development. What happened next was like everything that I've feared since starting to put my work out there publicly, which is I got the disapproval of someone I respect. But I'm so happy I did. Uh, The person I respect had said, I don't like this at all, referencing my comment. Uh, which gave me the opening to follow up with this. I said, honestly, me neither. But, quoting, 
This is the byproduct of a healthy capitalistic society, which will eventually reach a saturation point. So in the meantime, we have to deal with it because government intrusion into the free market is a far greater threat to prosperity than just another car wash, end quote. Well, things like that is so what the Bobby of last year would say. So I said a little tongue-in-cheek, get ready for outraged Bob. Uh, well, this all is starting to make it a little bit too much like me again. So, so let me get to the point of the other good things to have come out of this post, uh, which is signaling why this shift in my approach is so important. Uh, Roy San Martin, who has written several just incredible letters for the concurrent, including uh, this edition just released t today. Uh, be sure to check that out. But what Roy did is he, he wrote a comment which said, you can only water your lawn once a week, but these establishments are selling unlimited monthly car washes. I'm paraphrasing that a little bit too. Um, and another commenter who I don't think I've ever met, uh, Donna, she said, uh, reached out asking if our water table can handle all of this. Now, the short answer to address these questions is I have heard car washes have some absolutely crazy regulations on water collection and sanitation. I've forgotten most of how it was explained to me, um, and I had forgotten it so much to the point that I hadn't even considered either of these perspectives about water uh, when I put the picture up, when I posted it. Donna's water table perspective and Roy's comparison analogy, they've now opened up avenues for educational advancement and potential county improvement that I could not do with the concurrent as a place for my content creation. But that happens when it becomes a shared platform. There is one looming reason why I've been reluctant to do this. Coming off Halloween, I think I can discuss my fears openly, and I've already told you uh, the first fear, which was losing respect among my peers. The larger one, though, the larger looming fear out there, is what might come in without any content moderation at all. For example, uh, the Citrus Eagle newsletter was released this morning, and it has a picture of Inverness City Council candidate John Labriola uh, with the tagline quote of his campaign, which is, Let's take the community back from the liberal elites! Uh, and I'm reading this in the context of the city of Inverness, which does not have a single registered Democrat on city council or its mayor. And its city manager uh, looks like what you would find if you opened up the dictionary to the definition of conservative. So I see quotes like this and I'm thinking, aye, 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 if I make this platform uh, a platform approach, am I really going to have to publish this stuff? You know, I, I see journalism, and what I do is not news reporting, uh, but editorial writing is still journalism. I see journalism as speaking truth to power. I have no idea how to speak truth to nonsense. I've come around, though. It's too important to need to hear from everyone. Uh, and then you can counter with good information what you think is the bad, but from this point forward, I'm still going to continue as if everything was normal. Uh, but I am going to do a deep dive into a website overhaul. And my focus now is going to be fully on collecting content from you, who has already been so generous with your time and with your words. The concurrent is no longer my outlet. It is now our platform. And I can't wait to learn from you. Getting to topic two, but first... 
Uh, I've heard from some people asking how they could support the podcast. The first thing you could do was to be to tell your friends, share it on social media. Uh, the next thing would be to click subscribe on whatever platform you listen from. Apple Podcasts, for example. Uh, if you're feeling generous, drop a rating based on whatever value you get from the show. Thank you for your support and thank you for listening. The Sunday commentary was mostly candidate rebuttals. Chronicle executive editor Jeff Bryan uh, left his dark Bryan persona aside uh, that he's been building. He instead wrote an optimistic piece about the need for strategic planning, which I agree with full-heartedly. The concurrent Sunday column brought up a point that I was trying to get across, but I'm not sure it landed, so I'll clarify it here. We'll focus on my Sunday column instead of anything from the Chronicle. Uh, the concurrent column centered on Inverness City Council candidate John Labriola claiming that the Chronicle's trash and that he's on this crusade of free speech, uh, yet he denies every opportunity the Chronicle gives him to express himself unless a list of ridiculous demands are met. I put this into contrast to Sheriff Mike Prendergast, who himself has been the target of a coordinated press attack strategy employed by the Chronicle on more than one occasion but who addressed it head-on, and the Chronicle, to their credit, always gives him the leeway to do so. This different in approaches, from ignoring and blaming the Chronicle, to confronting the news coverage that clearly reflects its editorially held opinion, they're very different approaches from the candidates, and I think that reflects each maturity level and each of their ability to lead. But a different, even more subtle distinction is what worries me about the Chronicle this time, not about Labriola. It's not even so much that the news coverage is targeted at one person, although I do think it is in this case. But I think that's highly consistent with the Chronicle's community journalism approach, which I've written about extensively. Uh, I disagree with this approach, but uh, you got to credit their consistency with it. So here's the distinction. Here's the subtle distinction that always troubles me, though. Labriola is targeted because he's a bad guy, not because of his political stances on LGBT rights, uh, although I disagree with him on those. I don't care about those stances. His policy issues aren't what we're discussing here. Let's separate art from artist. I mean, he comes with an incredibly troubling civil background, been fired from jobs, been sued for discrimination. His writings indicate delusion of grandeur that's hard to fathom for somebody who's never accomplished much above a 9-to-5 government work. Um, and, and here's an example of this hypocrisy of this delusion of grandeur. He wrote a piece lambasting the Chronicle for their endorsements, claiming their influence over the county is done because only two of five candidates they endorsed had won. And how this is a sign of influence from people like him that went one for seven in their endorsements. One for seven! That's what he did. This blatant hypocrisy, the troubling civil record, the multiple counts of legal trouble for discrimination, these all point to somebody not being a very good person, regardless of how you feel about his beliefs. The sheriff, by contrast, was 31 years mil distinguished military service, three master's degrees, and at the time of the 2020 election, had three and a half years of real results cracking down on drug problems that he heavily campaigned on. The Chronicle went after the sheriff because they didn't like him. That's different than going after somebody because they're a bad guy. 
And that's what I worry about with community journalism. I do think it will get better under the new Chronicle leadership, but it's a discernment the executive staff is going to have to be aware of as they choose their news and editorial coverage, and even at times when they blend the two in the name of community journalism. That's all from the Bobby Winslow Show. Follow Concurrent on social media for the latest updates, and I'll be back next Tuesday at noon. If you want to rejoin this conversation, find us on social, post on our uh, car wash posts, the concurrent Facebook, Twitter. Uh, go to the website, post on our discussion boards. Website overhaul coming soon. Uh, the Bobby Windsor Show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. I'll see you next week.